Hello, my name is Elizabeth McGurvin. I am the host of this podcast, Mystery in the Radio Waves. This is a podcast where I have actors perform a cold read of a radio play from the 1930s to the 1970s, and then comedians improvise a parody based off of the play. You will hear up-and-coming actors and comedians from around Los Angeles perform. This is not a typical podcast. This is a show, and I hope you enjoy it. This is The Man in Black, here to introduce Columbia's program, Suspense. In Hollywood this evening, our distinguished actors are Landon Scott playing Richard Brewster, Elizabeth McCurvin playing Anne Brewster, Yulia Kirilova playing Captain Wainwright, Brian Rubinow playing Dr. Heinrich, Rachel Helen playing Stewardess, and Preston Diaz playing Mr. Marshall. A story by John Dixon Carr dealing with strange, very strange happenings aboard an ocean liner and called Cabin B-13 is tonight's tale of suspense. If you have been with us before, you will know that suspense is compounded of mystery and suspicion and dangerous adventure. In this series are tales calculated to intrigue you, to stir your nerves, to offer you a precarious situation and then withhold the solution until the last possible moment. And so with Cabin B-13, we again hope to keep you in suspense. It's all right, Ricky. We're not too late. No, Anne. (laughs) I thought we'd be in time. Oh, a honeymoon in Europe, three whole months with nothing to worry about. That's right, dear. And you've been my wife for, (laughs) let's see, practically five hours now. I believe the correct phrase is, oh, it was so sudden, Mr. Brewster. (laughs) So sudden that we have to travel on our own passports instead of a husband and wife one. I hope they don't think you're not an honest woman. I'm going to act like a complete wanton just to devil you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what about our tickets, Ricky? Do we give them to the officer standing at the top of the gangplank? Why, no, honey, you keep your ticket. The cabin steward will come around and collect it after after we're underway. And... The money, Ricky? Hmm. It's a lot of money. And I... $10,000 in cash. Maybe I'd better turn it in at the purser's office for safekeeping. Yes, maybe you had. What is it, dear? Uh, wait. Do you mind if we stand here for a second before we go up to the gangplank? Well, what's the matter? You're not ill, are you? No, but uh, getting over brain fever isn't any joke. Oh, I know, dear. You see, Ricky, I ought to be eager and excited like all those people up there, but suddenly... (laughs) I don't want to say this line. (laughs) But suddenly, you get fancies. Queer, sick fancies. (laughs) Suddenly, right now, all I can think of is the night and the wind and all the black water in the dark. And that's exactly the kind of morbid fancy I'm trying to cure you of. I know, Ricky. Ricky, I'll be good, but I was just thinking of a story... (laughs) What story? Oh, never mind. It doesn't, it doesn't matter now. Which way do we go? Up the gang- gangplank, through the door there, and then down in the elevator to B-deck. And no more horrors. Do you understand? <laughs> ah, here we are. And <laughs> B-deck in cabin number... Good Lord! B-13! B-13? You're not superstitious, are you? Why, no, dear. Not about things like that. Open the door. Here we are. Lights on and... Oh, Ricky, darling. It's a beautiful cabin. Best I could get. Oh, they've got our luggage in. Anyway, and over there, madam, you'll find a basket of fruit and some books from your obedient servant. Oh, you are nice to me. And I'm feeling so much better, Ricky. I will be all right, darling. (laughs) Well, of course you will. But uh, you won't find any detective novels among those books. Please, please, Ricky. Detective novels may be all right for presidents and college professors, but they're straight poison to you. You'll read love stories and like it. You know, Ricky, I keep thinking and thinking about that story I mentioned. 
What what story, dear? It's an old one. You probably know it, but it was new to me. A woman and her daughter arrive in Paris and go to a hotel. Oh, you mean the old Paris exposition story? Yes, that's it. The daughter goes out. When she returns, her mother has disappeared, and even the hotel room isn't the same. The proprietor of the hotel swears the girl came there alone. And that there was never a mother. The whole room is different when she goes back to look at it. The girl goes to the police, and they won't believe her. She's nearly crazy. Of course, it turns out that the mother has caught bubonic plague and died. And they're hushing it up so that the visitors won't keep away from the city and ruin the whole exposition. And but... you've got to stop this kind of talk. I know, but imagine being in a situation like that, with all those queer eyes staring at you, wondering if you'd lost your reason, wondering if your brain had cracked and the whole world might dissolve. And listen. All ashore that's going ashore. All ashore that's going ashore. All ashore that's, that's going the last ashore. Call, we'll be underway any minute. All now. ashore that's going ashore. You know, Ricky, I would like to see the skyline go past and the Statue of Liberty and the rest of it. Well, then why not go up and see it? I've got to deposit this money in the purser's office on sea deck. But I, I, I don't like you to leave me. Oh, now look here, dear. You don't think I'm going to disappear, do you? I suppose I don't really. When I get these ideas, and I can't help it, Ricky, I wish you'd wallop me. Oh, I'm not going to kick you, Anne. But you've got to stop being afraid. You certainly won't disappear in a crowded ship with any number of people all around you. As for me, I'd defy Houdini himself to make me vanish. Don't talk like that. I'm not going to vanish, and neither is this cabin, dear. Now run along. I'll join you on deck as soon as I can. All right, Ricky. I'll be good. In with your gangplank. In with your gangplank. Gangplank's in, sir. Close the rails. Stand by. Eager people, excited people, happy people, all crowding up to the rail to wave goodbye. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Nothing on their minds except. Except what? Oh. <laughs> except seasickness, madam. Oh. Oh, I beg your pardon. I hadn't meant to startle you. Believe me. Please don't mention it. How silly of me! It was my fault. I haven't been very well. I noticed it, madam. If you'll forgive me, that was why I spoke to you. As you see by my uniform, I am the ship's doctor. This is a British ship, isn't it? But you don't sound British. No, I'm an Austrian, madam. Doctor Paul Heinrich, at your service. I'm, I'm not very popular in my own country today. The days of colored shirts and vacant minds. I'm Mrs. Brewster, Doctor Anne Brewster. When does the ship go? In about a second, Mrs. Brewster. You'll hear the whistle, then the band will strike up "Auld Lang Syne," and then. We're moving, aren't we? Yes. Don't you feel the vibration of the engines? Oh, for this part, can we all sing "Old Lang Syne"? Yeah. <laughs> Do y'all know the words? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not even a all acquaintances be forgot and ever brought to mind. Should all acquaintances be forgot and Do you want us to do the voices? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye, Tommy. Take care of yourself. So long, dear. I'll see you at Christmas. Goodbye, Christmas. Goodbye, yes, dear. Of course, I'll behave myself in Paris. You go out with any blondes, Tommy. I'll kill you when I come back. I imagine this is not your first crossing, madam. Oh, I'm afraid it is, Doctor Heinrich. My husband's crossed many times. He tells me, but not on this ship. Well, then I hope you're a good sailor. Why, Doctor Heinrich? Well, because we'll run into some very dirty weather once we're out at sea. October is a very bad month for traveling. Well, if I do get seasick, Doctor, I'll rush straight to you, and I'll expect to be cured. <laughs> Let me tell you a secret, Madam. <laughs> There are two common ailments for which medical science has no cure. One is ordinary seasickness, and the other is hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow morning, I shall be dealing with both. And enjoying it. Oh no 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 no! Sympathizing with it—that's all I can do. <laughs> How do you like the Moravania? Oh, it's a magnificent ship, from what I've seen of it. And you know they've given us a very nice cabin down on B deck, B thirteen. What's the matter? Why are you looking at me like that? I beg your pardon. Did you say B 
be 13? Yes, why not? You're quite sure of that, madam? Why, yes, of course. I'm sure of it. I saw the number on the door. Why not? Well, because... Go on, Dr. Heinrich. (laughs) Because there's no such cabin aboard this ship. I'm not joking, Mrs. Brewster. You see, some people are superstitious. Many ships, like this one, omit number 13 on each deck. You must have been mistaken. What what are you trying to tell me? Do you think I saw something that wasn't there? No, no, Mrs. Brewster, not at all. I only... Then come along with me. I'll show you. I'll prove to you that there is a number 13. Will you come along? Yes, Mrs. Brewster. I think perhaps I had better escort you. Stortus! Stortus! Yes, miss. Yes, uh, ma'am. Coming straight away. Tell me, Stortus, this is B-deck, isn't it? B-deck, ma'am. Why, yes, ma'am. No doubt about that. But Dr. Heinrich and I have been all over this part of the ship looking for cabin number 13, but we don't... I've been trying to convince this lady, Stewardess, that there's no such cabin as cabin number 13 on this ship. Why, there sure to heaven isn't, ma'am, and never has been. I've served aboard this Mulvania a matter of eight years, and I ought to know. But I tell you, I saw it. I was in there. It was a big cabin with a private bathroom attached. The walls were paneled in light oak, and the furniture rosewood and yellow satin, and the portholes were like real windows. Oh, that's not much good, ma'am. No, I'm afraid not. Most of the cabin hereabouts look like that. May I ask you, what name was the cabin booked in? Brewster, naturally, Mr. and Mrs. Richard E. Brewster. Here, let me have a look on my list. No. No, there's no Brewster here, ma'am. I tell you, I was in there. They even delivered the luggage. I saw it. Excuse me, ma'am, but I had a look seeing all the cabins I'm in charge of just to see if the passengers wanted anything, and I don't I don't remember any luggage with Brewster label on it. Wait a minute. There may be a partial explanation of this. Now, you see, that's better, Mrs. Brewster. I was hoping you might find one. Ricky, that's my husband. Ricky and I have only been married for a very short time, and when my maid printed the baggage labels, she she must have made them out in my maiden name. I never noticed at the time. Oh, what name might that be, ma'am? Thornton. Anne Marie Thornton. Oh, Lord, miss. Uh, Well, now, why couldn't you have said that before? I remember it well. Uh, Two suitcases and a little trunk. They're in B-16 now. Where is B-16? Right behind you, miss. You're standing practically in front of the door. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, oh yes, but uh, what about my husband's luggage? Uh, there's no gentleman's luggage in that cabin, miss. Your husband's or any other gentleman's, if you know what I mean. I won't stand for this. Where's Ricky? What have you done with Ricky? Please, Mrs. Brewster, there's one easy way to settle this. Settle it? How? Just look down the corridor. You notice the man coming towards us? The man with two gold stripes around his sleeve? Well... That's Mr. Marshall, our second officer. Did you ever see him before? I, yes, yes, of course I have. He was standing at the top of the gangplank when Rick and I got aboard. Mm, Exactly. So he might be able to tell us something. Oh? Mr. Marshall, Mr. Marshall. Yes, doctor, what's up? Would you mind coming here for a moment? Why, not at all, old boy. Always glad to oblige a chap who may have to cut me up at any moment, eh? (laughs) What may I do for you? Take a good look at this young lady and tell me, have you seen her before? Seen her before? Well, my dear chap, if I had overlooked, the young lady will pardon me, I know. A passenger as charming as this lady is, I would be less of the gentleman that I fancy myself, eh? (laughs) You saw her coming aboard tonight? Oh, yes, certainly. And, um, of course, you saw the gentleman who was with her? The, um... The gentleman who was with her. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, but there was nobody with her, old boy. (laughs) You're quite certain of that, Mr. Marshall? My dear doctor, she was the last of them to come aboard. I'll take my Bible oath. There was no other passenger with her, or ahead of her, or behind her. If it comes to that. You're lying. You're lying to me. Please, please, Mrs. Brewster, lower your voice. I know what it is. It's the old Paris trick, like in that story. But you won't get away with it, do you hear? Now look here, madam. 
I'll go to the purser. I'll go to the captain. Dear Father in Heaven, why won't anybody believe me? (laughs) (laughs) Later that night, in the captain's room just above the bridge, there is a conference of ship's officers. Outside, stung by spray, clinging to the bulkhead rail in the dark, a frightened girl waits till the door of the captain's room opens. Will you bring the young lady in, Dr. Heinrich, and close the door? Yes, ma'am. Here we are. This is Captain Wainwright. Now, just tell your story straightforwardly, and uh, please don't excite yourself. Maybe we can get some uh, decision into this matter. Will you sit down here beside my desk, Miss Thornton? My name is Brewster, Captain. Mrs. Ann Brewster. (sighs) Whatever you say, Mrs. Brewster. Thank you very much, Captain. I might tell you, ma'am, I've got a lot on my mind already. My first officer comes abroad with a tack of flu. I've got a lot of shit going on, and now this has happened on top of it. I'm terribly sorry. I can't help that, Captain, but I want to know what they've done with Ricky. Just one moment, please, while I'll get this straight. By this time, I understand you yourself has personally interviewed practically every single passenger abroad this ship. Yes, it's true. But your husband is not here. Isn't, is that true? Yes, that's true, but I... In the meantime, the purser has sent a squad of a man to search this ship. They've searched every inch of it. You can take my word for that. There is nobody hidden. Your husband is not here. According to Mr. Marshall, who is standing over here. I see him. According to Mr. Marshall... Hang it all, Miss Thornton. You needn't glare at me like that. We couldn't see the chap if he wasn't there, now could we? Be quiet, Mr. Marshall. I'm sorry. No. I'm <clears throat> I'm not unreasonable, Mrs. Brewster. I think you'll admit that. But what can I do? What can I say? Can you offer any proof even that this husband of yours ever existed? Proof? Yes, of course I can. I... Excuse me for interrupting, but would you mind, Captain, if I asked a question or two? No, Doctor. Go ahead. I'll tell you. I'm going daft myself. <laughs> if you were married, Mrs. Brewster, you must be carrying a joint husband and wife passport. Where is that? Well, there wasn't time to get one. We each carried our own passport. Oh, I see. But still, there must be someone back in America who can confirm what you say. If we got in touch by radio telephone? Your parents, for instance. I haven't got any parents. They're dead. What about relatives, then? Or a guardian? My guardian is a trust company. The administrators don't even know I'm married. But somebody must have performed the ceremony of marriage. The parson? The justice of the peace? Yes, of course, of course, but... Oh, I I can't remember the name of the town. You don't remember the name of the town? Hold tight to your chair, Mrs. Brewster. The ship is going to pitch again. How's the glass looking, Mr. Marshall? Uh, oh. The barometer's rising, sir. Weather won't hold long. We shall be in Chafog before morning, though. We're in a fog right now, if you ask me. This lady says she... I'm terribly sorry, but I'm trying to think of it. It was a little town in upstate New York where they can marry you at a moment's notice. Ricky kept the certificate. I... I was confused. I haven't been well. No, you haven't. You see, Ricky had been away, and he came back, and I was in love with him, and he... he sort of swept me off my feet, and... oh, what's the use? Not much use, apparently. If you'll take my advice, ma'am, you'll go below to your cabin and get some sleep. I'll send the doctor down to mix you a sedative. You think I'm crazy, don't you? I... I think you're a little overwhelmed, ma'am. What I can't understand is why. Why should you want to do this? It can't be the bubonic plague this time. Bubonic plague, ma'am? Who said anything about the bonding plug? Never mind, but I'll show you. You're all against me, except maybe the doctor. But I'll show you. I'll prove it to you. I'm going to go downstairs, and I don't want anybody to follow me. Good night. Good night, all of you. Well, I'm glad that's over. Look here, Mr. Marshall. Huh? Do you think it's quite safe to trust her out there alone? Oh, I don't know, sir. She's mad as a hatter, if you ask me. Do you think she might, um... Do something foolish? Oh, uh, I think she might chuck herself overboard if we're not careful. What's your opinion, Doctor? I can give you my opinion, gentlemen, in very few words. That girl is as sane as you are. What's that? Sane? Wait and hear what I have to say. I shared your own belief at first, but I've been talking to her all evening. I've heard the whole story, and there's not a psychopathic trait in her nature. She firmly believes in this husband. Yes, Doctor. A lot of people firmly believe they're Napoleon, but they get 
tossed into loony bins just the same. This matter is not a joke, Mr. Marshall. I tell you, this man exists. Or did exist. What do you mean, doctor? Did exist? Well, suppose he had been murdered. Perhaps he has been murdered and thrown overboard. Murdered? Thrown overboard? If you remember, Richard Brewster was carrying a very large sum of money in cash. His wife's wedding gift, practically all her inheritance. He meant to go to the purser's office, but he never got there. That money might have been a great temptation. To whom? To a stewardess, perhaps? Or even to a... to a ship's officer? Just exactly what are you getting at? Well, numbers on doors can be changed easily enough. Just print a small card and put it in the metal slot on the door. I still want to know where you're driving at. If you use your intelligence, gentlemen, I think... You'll understand how a man could be made to vanish into thin air, and um, why Mr. Marshall saw no other passenger. You still don't see it? No, I do not. Well then, listen, and I will explain to you how exactly a... Four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock. The hour of suicides and bad dreams. The gale has subsided. The sea is calm. The SS Moravania creeps blindly at barely eight knots through a thick and strangling fog. The whole ship is dark and sealed up in sleep. There's no sound in all that mournful dimness except when the foghorn cries out a warning overhead. Even cabin B-16 is dark. Anne Brewster, still fully dressed, lies restlessly across one of the berths, her head almost touching the intercabin telephone. What was? Oh, I thought I heard. Telephone? Yes, hello? It's me, Anne. Take it easy now. Ricky, Ricky, where are you? Quiet. Keep your voice down. Where are you, Ricky? What happened to you? Are you hurt? No, I'm, I'm not hurt, but he nearly got me. Who? Who nearly got you? I can't explain over the phone, and I don't dare go down there. Can you meet me up on deck? Yes, of course. Where? Do you know the boat deck? Boat deck? Uh, which one is that? The top deck, where all the lifeboats are slung. Oh, yes, I know it. Well, go to the starboard side. Yes, yes. That's the right-hand side facing forward. Find the fourth lifeboat from the aft companionway. There's a thick fog, and nobody will see us. Ricky? What is it, Ricky? He's gone. He's gone. Excuse me, miss, but I thought I heard somebody talking in here. Stortus, what are you doing up at this time of night? If I might ask, miss, uh, what are you doing up and dressed? Oh, you ought to get some sleep, miss. You really ought. It might interest you to know, Stortus, that I've just been talking to my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look here, miss. Don't start that all over again. Please, don't start that all over again. You all pretend to think I was mad, didn't you? And you nearly drove me mad, but Ricky's beaten the whole crowd of you, and I'm going on deck to meet him now. Out on deck, miss. That's what I said. Where's my coat? Don't go out there, miss. Not in the state of mind you're in. And the fog's so thick you can't hardly see your hand in front of your face. Stand away from the door, please. Suppose, miss, I didn't want to let you go out there. I don't think that would matter much. You've probably heard that mad people have ten times ordinary strength, and I'm stronger than you anyways. Miss, I'm begging you. Stand away from that door! One, two... Anne, Anne, is that, is that you? Yes, Ricky, Ricky, darling, where are you? Here, duck your head under the lifeboat. Here, take my hand. But isn't it horribly dangerous out there on the edge? There's no railing along the side of the ship. Don't worry, Anne. I won't let you fall. Look out! Ah! Oh, if you went overboard here, we're well aft, near the propellers. The suction would carry you into the propeller blades and... Listen! I can't hear anything except the foghorn. Yeah, but I can. There's somebody walking along the deck. And I can see flashlight moving in the fog. You're quite right, my friend. You can see a flashlight moving in the fog. (gasps) Dr. Heinrich, what are you doing here? At the moment, young lady, I'm covering both of you with a revolver. Please don't move. So you were in the conspiracy, Dr. Heinrich? May I ask what conspiracy? The whole ship's conspiracy to say Richard Brewster didn't exist. My dear young lady, you can set your mind at rest. 
There never was any ship's conspiracy against you. The people you spoke to were perfectly honest. Including Mr. Marshall, I suppose? Yes, including Mr. Marshall. And what is all of this about? Stand back there. I suppose he was telling the truth when he said nobody came up to the gangplank before or after me. I beg your pardon. That was not what he said. He said no passenger came up the gangplank with you at this time. Well, what's the difference? A great crime was arranged for tonight, young lady. No less a crime than murder. Murder? Who's going to be murdered? You are. What? That, I repeat, is the scheme. But there is no conspiracy and only one criminal. Oh, and who is the criminal? The criminal is that man standing beside you, your so-called husband. Ricky! Oh, you don't know what you're saying. I think I do. Marshall, of course, did see someone walk up the gangplank, loitering behind you, but he never dreamt of associating that person in any way with you. He saw a ship's officer returning from shore leave in civilian clothes. A ship's officer? Yes. That man you call husband? His name isn't Richard Brewster. His real name is Blaney, and he's the first officer of the Moravania. Are you trying to tell me that my... The captain can identify him. He's actually British, though he can fake an American accent very well. He has already got a wife in England, and he's planning to join her with the $10,000 he got from you. I don't believe it. I don't. Ricky, why don't you say something? Oh, he planned it very cleverly, I must admit. He never let you know he was a ship's officer, did he? He's been away for some time, naturally, so he persuaded you to marry him in a hurry. Ricky, Ricky, is this true? Here's the money, you see. All he did was hang a dummy number on the cabin door, remove it later, put on the uniform, and walk away with his own luggage. But Captain Rainwright told us that the first officer had come aboard tonight with... With a bad attack of flu, yes. Our friend couldn't be seen in public until after he'd disposed of you. The best thing was to convince everybody you were insane. And he did. Then you went overboard tonight... They would all believe it was a suicide. Exactly. But I began to suspect this Brewster because you quoted him as telling such an obvious lie. He said he had never traveled on the Moravania, yet he could direct you all over the ship. And even knew where the purser office was. So I went to his cabin, found it empty, searched, and found your $10,000. Why, you? Look out! Dr. Heinrich! Put it down, you fool! Put it down! Oh! He's overboard! You shot him! You shot him! Those shots, my dear, never touched him. Never touched him? No. The weight of the iron carried him backwards when he lifted it. It was the weight he was going to use to sink your body. But they'll pick him up, won't they? They'll stop the ship and... (laughs) Ricky! The propellers! The ship's propellers! Yes. Yes. They suck you under. Oh, doctor, doctor, I can't stand this. I can't stand this. It won't be easy, my dear. It won't be easy, I know. But believe me this. This way is better. There it is. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Good work, team. Okay. Yeah, that was great. That was so weird. That was so weird. This is, like, almost identical to a book I just read. Oh, really? (laughs) Um, Meredith, you are going to be doing what Yulia was doing. Okay. Captain Um, Do you want a shot of me drinking this for, like, product placement? Uh, Sponsorship. (laughs) Can we get kombucha sponsorship? Yeah. Let me just drink this big bottle of Squarespace. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking and you're... Why? The thing I'm trying to find out is why would the doctor want to... Become sure. Yeah, because all he does is deal with hungover people. Well, he's a doctor, so obviously. Yeah, well, he said there is no cure. There is no right. He's like, all I can do is sleep with you. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's start. Even I'm ready. Can we
Yeah. Oh, so improv. Did someone else do it? <laughs> no, uh, nobody over there is okay. doing improv until those little kids. Someone's never improvised. Okay. Um, I'm happy it's with you. Hey, we're gonna start. Okay. Should 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 wear headphones? Are you gonna eat my donut? I'm just following. Okay. I, I stand when I act, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can stand. Okay. It's fun. I'm going to go okay. full out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Steven was going to start us off. So ready? Who's the man in black? Oh, welcome, listeners. This is the I Am the Man in Black, ready to here to tell you about um, the show. We're Columbia's Suspense Show. It's called Suspense, and it's about suspense. Uh, as you guys know, what we always do with this suspense show is we uh, don't tell you what's going to happen, and then at the end, you suddenly find out it's a great show. Um, this one takes place on an ocean liner, and it's called B-13. Uh, uh, we take you now to a, uh, to a, a giant ocean liner in like the 1920s. Um, it's a, it's a crisp October day and the three steam stacks of the ocean liner are billowing smoke into the air. It's the start of the industrial revolution and global warming is a glimmer in a scientist's eye. Uh, you hear the, the noise of the, of the wharf and the uh, scuttling and uh, calling fishermen yelling at each other as they bring in the day's catch. They're all, they're a rowdy bunch, uneducated and unaware of the incoming Great Depression. Keep it down, guys. Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, The Depression? What? No, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't sweat it. Forget it. Um, Uh, 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 the, there's the book. sound of, of tourists and everything. And, oh, look here. Coming up the gangplank are two passengers, a man and a woman, running pretty late and standing on the front bow of the ocean liner is the second mate. And and please hurry. Please, we're running oh, late, sweetheart. Okay, Ricky. I'm just so excited. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. I never thought I'd be so happy. Oh, me neither. Can you believe it? I've barely known you five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I've known you for an eternity. Oh, you know just what to say. Oh, listen, I, I know I know we, we were having a shotgun wedding, as they say, yes. but I, I, I live life with no regrets. And from the moment I saw you, I saw my entire life laid out before me. And I must oh. admit, it it is glorious. Oh. Ricky, I'm blushing, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't blush, darling. It's embarrassing. Oh, okay. Whatever you say, you're in charge. Oh, I love it when you say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. What's wrong? What's wrong, sweetheart? Oh my god. What's wrong? Ricky, uh, my brain is cracking a little. Ricky. No, 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 no. Sweetheart, not again, not again. Not again. My brain not is again. cracking. No, seal your brain, oh baby. My god. Seal your brain. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, what what's do I wrong? Do, Ricky? Breathe, breathe. Oh. Remember, just like we talked about in the hotel room. Breathe. Yes. One, two, oh. three. One, two, three. Waltz breathing. We are waltz breathing. One, two, three. One, two, three. What's wrong? Talk to me, sweetheart. What's wrong? I don't know. My brain just cracks sometimes. I get thoughts in my head. I get thoughts on my own in my head. Things. Listen, I, I, okay. All right. Sweetheart, please, 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 please. Okay. Right now, you must be honest with me. Before we step foot on this boat, are you 100% committed to this marriage? If not, I will not board this vessel with you. Oh, my God. Ricky, of course. I would never want you to doubt that. I trust you with everything. My heart, my soul, my money. Okay, all right. <laughs> also, there's just another issue. I I know we've already talked about it, but I, I've never been with another woman before. Oh, have you been with a man? Yes, plenty. <laughs> just the way you said that made me question, plenty. which is fine. <laughs> just, I wanted to make sure when I was finally with a female that I was ready and okay. all the men that I've had have prepared me for this one night. Okay, sure. Well, I think that's fine. I've never been with anybody before. I'm usually locked up under the staircase at my parents' house. <laughs> okay. Hold my hand. Are you ready to board this boat? Yes. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready to do it with you. <laughs> Wow, look at this boat. Wow. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, look, there's that man we saw yesterday at the market. He's on this boat, too. Oh, wow. Oh, what a small world. Listen, um, do you, did, did, did you pack my mints, by chance? Your mints? My mints. Your breath mints? Yes. Of course. Because when I kiss you, I want it to be the most refreshing breath you've ever had in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> darling, you're refreshing regardless of mints. Oh, 
<laughs> what room is this? Hmm. Oh, um, where are we? We are. This looks like room B13. What's wrong? B13. Is your brain cracking again? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty hard. Oh, God. Waltz breathing. B13. Waltz breathing. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two. Dance three. with me. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, let I me leave, for God's sake. Let me leave. Dance with me. What's wrong? I don't. No, I get thoughts in my head. I start thinking on my own, and then I start thinking thoughts in my own head for my own brain, and then my brain starts to crack. I'm not used to thinking for myself. Oh, sweetheart. We just, we're at room B13. Did something strike you as odd? What's going on? Please communicate isn't with me. That, isn't that an unlucky number, Ricky? B13's not a number, sweetheart. It's a room. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a fool. You're right. It's just a room. It's not a number. Yes. I'm a silly woman with a woman brain. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable that you admit that so so often. Like, you, you, should, you shouldn't let everyone know. That. That's just a secret between you and I. Okay. Bees. There's nothing wrong with the bees. I mean, well, I guess bees, bees sting people, yes, and... <laughs> And bears start with B, and they maul people. Oh, and, you're wit. And and people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't wait to finish that play that we're working on. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm your star. Well, um, let's let's open this room and go in. Oh, it smells so nice in here. Oh my goodness. It smells like roses. Patchouli. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, sweetheart! I can. I don't. I don't want to be too crass, but I can. I can smell you, and and I. I, I cannot wait to be with you, my first woman. I cannot wait. Really? Yes. Yes. What do I smell like? You what smell so much. The, smell like? You smell the, the 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 opposite of all the men I've been with. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. so excited. Um, I wonder what's going on on that deck out there on the boat. Welcome to the deck. How's your deck day? It's a good day for a deck. Yep. I love deck. Oh, yes. <laughs> Decks oh. are so much fun. Yes, sir. The sun. I love running water. back and forth I to and fro. I could be on deck all day. Oh, wow. You look like you've been with a lot of decks in your day, sir. So. I sure have. <laughs> all these people talking about the deck. <laughs> It makes me wonder, what are they talking about? Are they talking, talking about, about the deck? A literal deck? Have just people little, slept with the deck? Just I don't a little know. harbor ambience. Oh, my God, such such fun, kitschy talk. Here I am, just a city girl on a deck. All these people. Oh, wow. Tall people, short people, little people, big people, different kinds of people. Oh, it's wow. enough to make your brain you crack. <gasps> You see all kinds of people? Oh, my God. I'm sorry, you startled me. Sorry, interrupt. I'm Dr. Heinrich, oh. the doctor of the boat. Oh, hello, Dr. Heinrich. I'm Mrs. Dr. Ricky. Wow. <laughs> you know, I... Science has found no cure for seasickness or the hangover or the common flu. So, I think I'm going to have a long vacation on this boat. Wow. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what to make of anything you just said, Doctor. <laughs> wow. Oh, um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. What brings you on this boat? I just like, you know, to observe people. And since science has found no cure for... <laughs> Appendicitis, or <laughs> or a hangover, or hangover, or strep throat, or a broken heart, or that. I just want to have a vacation. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, you didn't ask, but I'm here on my honeymoon. Wow. Yes. I have found no cure for <laughs> honeymoons. Honeymoons. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, but tomorrow I expect we'll all be sick. Let's all sing Old Lang Syne. As we go on, we remember all the times we spent together. Bye, Mom, I love you, bye. Cheerio, cheerio. Remember me, honey. Oh, okay. All aboard. 
My love, I'll never see you again. No, I'll miss you so much. So damn much. Goodbye. No, wait, that's, that's nothing. What, goodbye. I'm on a boat now, honey. <laughs> but, but we've. what about the years we've shared together? Just, I'm on a boat, that, that, goodbye, that's, that's how you're going to end land, it? That's land life. I'm a boatman. Oh, hi, what's boat. your name? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, I'm just on this boat. I left behind my husband and three children. I'm on a boat oh. now. Forgot about them. What room are you staying in? <laughs> what room but, are But darling, you can, can, can you at least like promise you'll write me or something? That's land talk. <laughs> we don't ride on boats. How you can't mail it? <laughs> That's exactly what I said to my husband when he left with my three kids. It's a boat. All aboard! Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 As we go, <laughs> we Mrs. Ricky, I must warn you that we will have very bad weather. And sometimes when there is bad weather, bad things happen. Oh, no. Like what? I don't know. We will see. By the way, <laughs> what's your room number? <laughs> B13. B13? There mm-hmm. is no such thing, you simple woman. <laughs> <laughs> simple I am, but I do have a good memory, and it's B13. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, there comes a man. Let's ask him. We if must. We- That's the only way to verify anything. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Mrs. Ricky, look, science has found no cure for ear infections or IBS or acne. <laughs> So I have a lot of free time. Let's go check out your B13 room. See if it's true. Fine. Uh, stewardess? Yes? Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, I just need to settle a little argument here. Oh, that's what I'm here for. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My God, you're such a tiny woman. <laughs> um, so... We, I'm in B13. What? I checked into B13. That's not possible. That, that doesn't exist. <laughs> what? B-13, there's no such thing. In fact, ships purposely keep out 13 because it's superstitious. Wait. What? Did you, uh, what what name did you check in under? Dr. Mrs. Ricky Brewster. Oh, okay, let me check my list. No, there's no Dr. Mrs. Ricky Brewster checking there. Uh, another name? What, what, What was on your baggage? Mm. Uh, just Anne. Oh, Anne. Just your, Anne. Your maiden name, Anne. My name is Anne. Right. Your that name is Anne. Anne. And that would be it's on your A is an apple. Ah, okay. N is a never. N is a never. Oh, two N's. And E is an ever. Oh, an E. <laughs> Anne. Ah. Anne. Oh, yes. <laughs> you stupid, simple woman <laughs> like myself. That's me. Uh, Anne is right here. Yes. You're like... I... <laughs> I saw your luggage, two bags, and a smaller bag, and B-16 right behind you, you dumb lady. Oh, (laughs) my God. Hmm. I wonder what that is. Wait. Goodbye. Oh, no. She vanished. (laughs) A tiny woman vanished. Where's my husband's luggage? Well, hello there. Seems like you're in a bit of a trouble. Yes. Well... Do tell. <laughs> Mr. Marshall, this woman with simple thoughts and simple clothes thinks her husband has disappeared suddenly, but you did never saw a husband with her, is that right? Oh, the old disappearing husband thing. Right, uh, nope, never saw him. Not sure what's going on. What? Well, I, I did see you. Yes. But I didn't see a man. Oh, I most definitely had a man. I had Dr. Brewster, Dr. Ricky, with me when I got on this boat. You can call him a doctor all you want. I, uh, I haven't seen him. You two are lying. You two are just a bunch of liars. Call lies liar. coming out of your mouth. Ma'am, trust me. I remember every man I ever smell. And <laughs> <laughs> well, then you would know. You I would know because he smells I great. Know. Well, I she know. always remembers me, so I'll go... Pungent smell. I know I can smell you from here. Well, you're it's welcome. Celery. You're very welcome. Weird. Ma'am, calm the fuck down. Yeah. I can't calm down. Once my brain starts to crack, it won't stop cracking, and you've made it crack. 
Well, maybe if you don't shake your head so much and... It's involuntary! <laughs> I can't stop. My brain is cracking. I have a husband. My husband is real. I have a husband. I was here with my husband. I would have smelled him, you liar. <laughs> Uh, it's late at night and there's a big storm, like the perfect storm. There's a hurricane. All the captains are meeting together in the captain's quarters having a serious discussion. And out on the deck, in the rain, drenched in water, is a young woman. Uh, Anne, please come into the office. Uh, the doctor, Mr. Marshall, and myself, the captain, are here. Hello. Uh, come on in. Let's hear what all the hullabaloo's about. You probably knew I was here from the smell. Yes, I did. Right. Your smell precedes you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Not a much. compliment. All right. Thank you anyways. Okay. All right. Do I smell good? Yes, you do. I remember all the men I have ever smelled. Well, I'm, I'm a lady, but thank you. <laughs> it's true. She does. Smells me from a mile away. Okay, Anne, what is all this about? Well, I came on here with my husband. My husband, Dr. Brewster, Dr. Ricky Brewster. But these two gentlemen, these two smelly gentlemen, seem to think that I don't have a husband at all. Which, frankly, is ludicrous, because I definitely has a hu- I have a husband. A I have like a hard me, time who believing Who looks like it. me, with the money that I have. <sighs> oh, there's money. That makes more sense. <laughs> well, ma'am. I feel like you mentioned the smell thing quite too many times. Ma'am. You're mentioning the smell thing. <laughs> That's all you say about yourself. Okay. Uh, and uh, we, we looked all high and low for Dr. Ricky, uh, this guy you say you're married to. Yes. We looked in the top part of the boat. We looked in the middle part That's of the right. boat. We looked, there's a part below that, and then there's the bottom part. And yep. we looked in all four parts, and we couldn't find him, not hide nor hair. I went all four. Did you check under the beds? You know, we did. We checked under the beds, and there's a drop-tile ceiling in the dining hall, and we even checked up there. Did you check in the cabinets? Uh, More rat poop. No husband. (laughs) Ma'am, there's an easy way to check this. Why doesn't your passport have... The you guys are married, a joint pass. Well, because we just got married. We had a shotgun wedding, okay? Ricky was away, and then he came back, and he swept me off my feet. Mm -hmm. Mm. There is one way to check. Why don't we use the radio telephone and call your parents? And I should I specify your father, because I only trust men. Yeah. um, I I mean, we looked all over the place, and, like, I want to trust you, because, like, you're a lady, and I'm a lady. But to be fair, you do seem kind of dumb, so she must have had a man with her if she made it on the boat. <laughs> Good point. I'll agree. Fine. But my parents are dead. <gasps> That's a bummer. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it does seem like we're coming into some inclement weather. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Clouds are coming in. Big fog. Rain. Big waves. Know. I've had enough of this. Okay? This is a conspiracy. All of you, all three of you are against me, okay? I am married now, okay? Against what Mama said, against what all my sisters said, everyone said, oh, she's never going to get married with a face like that and a cracking brain like that. But guess what? (laughs) Guess what, Mama? I did it. I'm married. I have a man who's never had sex with a woman before, and I was going to be the first one he ever had sex with, okay? I had a husband, (laughs) and I will prove you all wrong. Why don't you go take a nap, sweetie? Okay. Ma'am, there is a wave about to hit, and we are all going to die. Okay, let's just let her get some dang old sleep. Seems like she's having a hard time of things. Uh, to me, it seems like her brain is, in fact, cracking. Uh, I don't think she has a husband. I do think her mom was super mean to her. Um, and this is just like a bad sitch for all of us. Yeah, she seems a bit unstable. Um you could tell by the way her head was bobbling on her shoulders. Yeah, like a like like a small figurine with a spring attached under where the neck should right, be. Right, right. There should be a name for those. Somebody should make one of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, as a doctor, here's my scientific opinion. She smelled quite sane. And although there is no scientific cure for torn tendons or bad breath or yeast infections. Man, the 20s are really a time for the medical profession, aren't they? Yes. I have all this free time, so I took out my spying glass, and I have been looking for clues, and I know. (laughs) 
4 a.m. Uh, darkness is early in the morning. Nobody's up except maybe my dad. Um, 4 a.m. People are sleeping. People are uh, time for sleep, dreams, and suicide. Uh... Um, in her cabin, a young lady lays with her head right up against the line of the telephone. Oh, oh God. Hello? 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 Richard. Richard. Ann. Ricky. Ann. Can you hear me? My head won't stop bobbing. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, please, sweetheart, please steady your head. Please steady your head. I can't. You know I can't without you. Well, the the receiver is not attaching to your ear and mouth, so I I can't. I'm just bobbing back and forth. I can't stop. Waltz, waltz, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Oh, it's not the same without you. Oh, God, I miss you so much, Charlie. Where are you? I can't can't reveal that information. People might be listening. This is not a closed line. This line runs through all the entire ship. Oh, God. Anybody can be listening. Listen, I don't know why I, I escaped. Someone's been following me. And I, I'm so scared, Anne. I'm so. I never thought me as a man would be so scared. Is this how you feel every day? Yes. <laughs> Terrified every day, oh, everywhere I walk. God, you're like so. Like a little brave. mouse. Oh, I can feel my brain cracking. I'm so scared. No, your brain can't crack too. But I have to keep it together. I'm determined to make love to a woman before it cracks. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Listen, sweetheart, listen very carefully. Write this down, please, because you know how forgetful you are. Yes. I need you to meet me on the deck. Write that down, please. Okay. Please. Where's the deck? Oh, God, sweetheart. It's, it's... It's it's above it's above your room. It's above your room. Go outside. To how do the I get de- out of my room, <laughs> Ricky? How do I get out of my room? Sweetheart, okay, I need you to use every ounce of brain processing power you have this moment. My Please. head's starting to bob again. No, no, sweetheart, no. Okay. Listen, oh, I want you to think when we first saw each other at the bar and. I came up to you and I offered to buy you a drink, and at first you refused me, which no woman had, or man had ever done before. Yes. And then we had the most wonderful conversation about our hopes and dreams yes. and all the kids we would have and all the things we would see and our grandchildren and, and our great-grandchildren becoming president of the United States. Yes. Remember that moment? Yes. And then I asked you how to get out because I'd just been sitting there because I didn't know how to get out of the building. <laughs> and then we got married. We did. Okay, sweetheart. Can you meet me on the deck now, please? Yes, but I need directions. Okay. All right, I'm going to go out on the deck, and I'll just wait for you. Take however long you need to make your way out there. Go outside. Okay? Okay, I will. And I want you to face the direction of the wind. So that as the wind blows your scent towards me, I'll follow the smell. Sweetheart, I never thought I'd say this. You are a genius. (laughs) Oh, stop it. That's hardly true. Okay, all right, I must hang up now. They've probably been listening to this whole conversation. I love you. I love you. I can't wait to have sex with you. Okay, I'm hanging up now. I'm hanging up, but I cannot wait to have sex with you. I cannot wait. I believe it when you say it. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, I've been dreaming. I'm thinking about it right now. Okay, I have to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, excuse me, I, I heard someone awake. It's four o'clock. What, what's going on? Oh, yes. Um, I, I just... I had a phone call, an important phone call, with my husband. Oh, fuck. Okay. You can't just stop with the husband. I won't stop. I won't stop because it's the truth. Okay? Doggone it. It's the the truth. It can't be the truth. B-13 doesn't exist. I, I don't care about B-13. I care about my husband. Well, what and you... my husband is real, and he exists, and I'm going to meet him. Where are you meeting him at this hour? Oh, nice try. I'm not going to tell you that, you Where little are you lynch. meeting him? Where are you meeting him? Where... I'm not going to tell Where you. Where are you meeting Shoot, him? you keep asking, and it's harder Where each time not to tell him? you. <laughs> because when someone just asks me a simple question, I want to answer. Where are you meeting him? Oh, dear, I'm meeting Where? him on the deck. Oh, crap. Move away from that door. Get out of the way, you wench. Wait, don't forget your coat. Oh. Oh, thank you. It's cold. You can, you can barely see your hand out there with the fog. Anne, Anne, are you there? Are you there? It's so foggy out here. I can oh barely my God, see you. Ricky, let me touch your face. Let I'm me sure smell you. you. Let me smell you. It is you. Oh, it's you. Oh. Oh, I was just out here waiting for you, wondering if you'd ever make it, and 
Look at the edge of the boat right here. Oh, careful, careful. Oh, oh, oh my God, careful. Oh, my. Sweetheart, I don't know what I'd do if I lost you. Oh, God. Yes, we have to be careful. It seems very dangerous right here. Can you imagine how many people just fall off boats every night, never to be seen again? Oh, my God! Just the thought is terrifying! Oh, wow, did you, did you realize that it's not... It's not the, f- the, the, the fish that kill you no. or the immediate drowning. It's what is it? the fear of having your weight being sucked under by a powerful force. Oh, God, Ricky, stop. 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 I have such a brutal picture in my head. You can't see anything in the pitch black water. Why do you keep describing something so violent to me? I, 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 my I, brain I, is gonna crack. Oh, oh, okay. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I want, I want you to understand how dangerous it is out here. I know so, it's dangerous, but I'm with you, Ricky. Oh, I would never. If you fell in that water, I would, I would jump in so fast and jump out of the water like a merman and bring you back to the deck. I want you to know that. Oh, Ricky, you have a way with words. Oh, we have to get out of here fast before someone finds us. We do. Hello. <laughs> who, who, who are... Who, well, hello. Hello? Mrs. Brewster, I've come to tell you someone's trying to kill you. Oh, please. Cut the bullshit, doctor. Okay? All right? Because the jig is up. And that's right. I'm a Mrs. M-R to the S. Look to my right, and what do you see? I could smell that man from miles away. <laughs> I slept with him back in medical school many a times. Oh, well, and it is guess hi- what? I don't care. He already told me about that. He told me that he slept with a lot of men, so fine. I don't care. <laughs> but he's pretending to be American, and he's actually British, but <gasps> raised in South Africa by Australians. And what? he's trying... To get your money. Oh, no, that's preposterous. That can't be true. He loves me. I I don't know what you're talking about, you mysterious person, but this is my wife, and I love her, and I'll be damned if I let you ruin it. Yeah. Blaney, I know who you are. You are the first mate of this boat, and you have a wife back in England. What? No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that one bit. I don't believe it at all. I don't believe it. You, you... You crazy doctor! Oh my! Oh my throat! My throat filling with blood! Oh my! Oh God! This is how I talk! It's my Australian, South African, English accent. Oh no! Listen, catch me, please! No! Listen, listen, listen to me. The doctor was right about everything. I don't want to die a sinner and a liar. I repent. I repent. I was going to steal your money and bring it back to my wife in the States. and All the other families. You're not the only one. I do this every month with a different woman. I have killed so many people and men. All the men I've been with have died too. I'm a serial mass murderer. Oh, my God. But I want you to know you're the one I did love. I loved you, and when I killed you, I was going to feel so bad about it. I was going to, I was, it was going to haunt me. All the others I forgot about, but oh, 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 my oh, God. Yeah, you bastard. Oh, no. Oh, oh, God. Oh. I have really got a it's sharp those propeller blades. It's got my foot! My foot! My just foot is gone! Ricky, just die! Uh, uh, You've yeah. already killed my heart and my soul, Ricky. Just die. die. One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, oh well, hello, Bobble Lady. Nice night for a swim, right? Cheerio. Oh, what a propeller. Oh no! Ring. Oh! Oh! Marshall, why did you have to kill yourself too? And calm down. Science may not have cures for many things, but I found a cure for a murder plot, and you're okay, so just calm the fuck down. Just. I thought I was so close to having a husband, to finally having a man. Mama was right. 
<laughs> Mama was right. To be honest, you're better off with the $10,000. Doctor, I don't even know why I'm saying this. My brain has probably cracked. But are you uh, single? <laughs> uh, why, yes, I have lots of free time. <laughs> That's a fine enough answer for me. You'll find me in B16. I'll be wearing flannels. Oh. And I'll have a bottle of champagne open. Okay. I also have a rash I'd like you to look at. That's a wow, what a great tale. Romantic. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs>